Welcome back to We Are Live. It's Chris Denman live in studio with Tommy the Intern. We've got Travis Terrell in New York, Chris Gardner's the producer, and we're joined by a sunglassed gentleman, Jeff Jones of Scoops with Danny Mac. Oh, Jeff, you're right. Hi, Trey. Uh, yeah, I'm a little. Uh... <laughs> so this actually, I don't think most of this is from yesterday. I think most of this was from what the hell day was game six? Sunday? It was Sunday. Uh, I think most of this was from Sunday because we went out to start tailgating at about noon. Oh. Uh, and we were there, you know, through the game uh, with the watch party and the whatnot. That game did not go great. Wednesday did go pretty well. Uh, and so as a result, then I was at OB Clark's in a parking lot yesterday for something like five hours. What was it all about, Jeff? I saw a bunch of the St. Louis well, players there with the uh, Stanley Cup. I didn't get a chance to uh, obviously physically witness that. So uh, what was taking place? People were throwing beer at each other. Yeah, that that was taking place. I took that photograph. Oh, did you really? I think I, think I did, or it's very similar to one that I took. That's from the Game Time account. That's one that I took. Are these, uh, uh, yeah. are these famous people? Those are famous people. But the gentleman with his chest being scratched is Pat Maroon. Okay. Oakville's own. Uh, Oakville's own. Uh, I don't recognize the gentleman doing the scratching. Hold on, I have to take my sunglasses <laughs> off so I can look at these a little better. Um, I don't see I don't see anybody other else who's famous in that picture in particular. They're all living like Hugh Hefner right now, aren't they? Uh, mm. y- yes, but like the Hugh Hefner of like 1944, yeah. who was ambulatory. Yeah. Oh. Why was his location the spot, Jeff? Uh, so Obi's, I guess, has sort of always been like the gathery hangout. Spot. Right, because it's right down the road from the Brentwood rink. And so when they used to have practice there, they would go to Obi's afterward uh, because it was the closest bar to the rink, I guess. I mean, maybe there are other reasons, but it is the closest <coughs> bar to Brentwood. And it's always just been their place since. I had the, uh, <coughs> the I always knew it was a hockey bar, but then I, I had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with a lot of those alumni and some of the people yeah. after the roast of Darren Pang. That Ob Clark's, uh, if those walls could talk. It's also man. like, yeah, it's also real central because like a lot of those guys live in Clayton, so it's a very short little jaunt drive back home slash to or you know, mm-hmm. or if you live like in you know like Ladue Huntley Central Corridor, also not very far. All right, let's ask the real questions, Jeff. Will that Stanley Cup make it to North City? Um. Well, Crown the parade. Candy, maybe the parade starts at 18th and Market. That's uh, that's north. <laughs> That's uh, South City. Tulane is. Gardner just pulled yeah, up the uh, photo is of Tulane. Tulane south of 40. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it'll, it, 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 it'll make it north of 40 for sure. Hey, Denman, would you like to explain what's happening right outside this picture? Oh, no. We're good okay. on that. It, I think it, we covered that the other day. Travis landed at the airport. That's yeah. in, that's north, in County. north County. Oh, that counts. So I guess it was kind of in Ferguson. Yeah, it definitely was there somewhere. I bet, I honestly, I bet Charles Glenn takes it like to Ferguson. That's that's my guess because he lived there for a while, went to high school there. I don't know, I forget exactly which high school he went to. I'm not gonna say the wrong one, but I know he grew up in in or around Ferguson and went to school there. So I'm gonna guess Charles is the guy who takes Charles. It uh, Charles Glenn's his final year. I mean, you keep, we keep talking about all these Hollywood ending type of things. Like I I keep going back to him. How that's pretty huge. He just it's just such a unique thing, and then he's such a gracious seemingly gracious amazing person uh, i mean what uh what's that mean to you did you uh, do you guys do you know charles well i mean i don't know him well i know yeah. him well enough to like you know say hello and shake hands uh sure. and and yeah like you know for a guy who has been doing it for 19 years uh and and to, i i can sort of understand you know when he's dealing with the health stuff he's dealing with right to be at the point in the season where everything was sort of trending bad i think it would it was <laughs> It was probably a little easier than usual to say, you know what, maybe this isn't worth it anymore. Even setting aside whether or not, uh, you know, how his health in particular was doing at that moment. I think that when you're in the middle of a tough season, it's a little bit easier to sort of see the end of it coming. And so for it to end for him this way is, is pretty tremendous. Jeff, I have, obviously haven't talked to you since the uh, Blues hoisted the cup. Hoisted the cup. Uh considering we, we, we know the story as far as where the Blues were in January, but at what point in this series did you think, okay, this Blues team can actually win it? Uh, I mean, I, I thought I thought they could win it for most of the series. I thought after, I thought after game five, that was definitely going to be the dagger. I was a little surprised by what happened in game six, and I definitely, you know, I, I, I lagged in confidence for sure heading into game seven. But af- after game five was the point where I was like, this really is going to ha-. And I really did think that, that Sunday was going to be a big coronation day. Uh, 
that that turned out the way that it did and that you ended up with a full seven-game series probably ends up being a little bit of a blessing, right? Because now you get the parade on the weekend and more people can come enjoy it and you have this another full week of it. Uh, if you're the Cardinals, it's a blessing because it's another six days where no one is paying attention to you. Uh, so there's a lot of positives in, the, in general that come out of the, uh, the slight delay in the seven games. I remember there was 12.52 on the clock in the third period when it was, to me, it was just, oh my God. This, I, I, yeah. I, I wanted to make note of the time. And it was right after that, a minute, minute and a half after that is when uh, Bennington made that pad the save. The pad save on Nordstrom, yeah. Yeah, and I mean... That probably would have been the moment if I wasn't feeling it right. already, but it was right around that time. Yeah, I think I think the precise one hundred percent. There's no coming back from it. Moment was when Braden Shen scored to make it three nothing in the third. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that that was that was the proverbial dagger. I think right the moment where it was like, oh, this is really here. Like this is this has arrived and it did because I, because I definitely the, said that something about that too. Made, I made fun of the two goal lead is the most dangerous lead right. in hockey because I, I always just think that's and again you may have stats to back that I up. I mean it, the two goal lead thing just always floors me because I'm like I think I'd rather have two goals than one. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely you're right. It's definitely a selective memory sort of thing. Uh, yeah. But 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 there, I mean there is there is something to the difference certainly in a two goal lead and a three goal lead in terms of uh, in, in terms of severity. You know, right, and, and the amount of push that you need because a three goal lead would just it's just insurmountable. And, and especially given how the way that Bennington was playing in Game Seven, the idea that the Bruins were going to score four goals in eight minutes was just it just wasn't going to happen. Is Game Time putting out a issue? There's going to one? be a commemorative issue, but not a parade issue. Uh, the logistics of getting vendors together and also trying to write something and print something, and also frankly that not being able to enjoy the parade yeah. was going to be a little overwhelming. So there will be a commemorative edition, but not a parade edition. Gotcha. So Game Time, you can find them online. They're everywhere. They've been covering it. Has been, this been the uh, it's a stupid question, obvious question. Has this been the most fun you've ever had covering the sport of hockey? Yeah, it, it, it's been it, – it, it, yes, it has been. It's <coughs> also just been the absolute most hectic because, it, like, the the uncertainty of one day to the next, of not knowing when the next game was going to be, and, and then, you know, there's a win, and so they keep playing. And then we did a Game 7 edition when we weren't planning to do one. Uh, we just sort of threw it together last minute. And it just, just so many things all happening at once. Uh, and, you know, I'm balancing this with the, with the baseball season as well. Like, it's been, it has been a very hectic eight weeks or so. Uh, what was your initial reaction when they actually did win? That's mm. a good question. Good job, Tommy. Uh, so Thank you. I'm trying new things. You learn from Travis. Is that what you want to talk about after the show? Trying new things? Kind of, yeah. We'll, hey, uh, we'll talk after the show. Oh, thank you. Okay, continue. Uh, I know. I, I was with you know, I was with friends at Enterprise watching the game, and I think there were just a lot of like a lot of high fiving and hugging. The one thing that I did that I did choose not to do, well, like, and, and it's it's a totally natural reaction, and I get why people do it. But everyone around me had their phones out, and I sort of in the moment made it. I was like, I'm just gonna watch this and just do it because <laughs> if I want videos of this later, like other people will have them. Mm-hmm. It will not be hard to find videos of this, and there's not a reason why like why my video is different than somebody who was literally <laughs> right next to me, right? Like like whatever, like those will be fine. You could find a video with you in it. Yeah, I probably could. Uh, I in fact I saw some yesterday on some Instagram stories <laughs> shot from the balcony at Obi Flarks that had me in them from the ground. Uh, but but it was. Like, Jeff, you know, who I'm, gets um, – I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm yeah, curious. Yeah. Who, who do you think out of the – this is the first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Right. Uh, who on this team deserves or gets the statue outside of Enterprise? Um, I mean, I don't that, – that's, that's sort of the tricky thing about this team, and that was the, the tricky thing when they came to the Smythe voting. And, you know, Ryan O'Reilly wins the Smythe for MVP in the playoffs – uh, after you know, and, and he told us after I told told the, the media after the series that he had, had fractured a rib in the Dallas series and was playing through that for Dallas and San Jose. Uh, O'Reilly was not really great for like a round and a half of these playoffs, but ends up winning the MVP anyway because he was the guy who was the best guy in the final. Um, I think I think when it's all said and done, uh, I think the answer the answer. In fact, I know this is the answer. The answer is Bob Plager. The answer is going to be Bob Plager holding up the Stanley Cup. Probably that would be that would be the one that they will end up building because I don't, you know, no. is it possible that Alex Petrangelo plays ten more seasons here and builds some sort of insane career? Sure. Is it possible that Colton Pareko finishes another fifteen years here and puts some Yeah, yeah. right. Very very possible. Tarasenko very possible. But none of these guys really necessarily rise to that, and so I think that you know if you're looking to encapsulate it. 
that would be the way to do it. Nice. What about Tom Stillman? Happiest man in the world today? Uh, happiest man in the world for a while, I would imagine. Yeah, the the videos of him in particular drinking out of the cup in the locker room, I think, were were maybe the best that came out of there on Wednesday night. I think this one could be. How cool is that, Jeff? I mean, I don't want to go too far back in time, but uh, there was a point where it felt like no one really wanted to own this team. Yeah. Tom Stillman stepped up. And, of course, we all know the story after Kroenke left and how he and, of course, the DeWitt ownership uh, became close. And Stillman became kind of an ambassador that we usually don't see from team owners. Like he was out in front of Bush shaking hands, and yeah, I mean, and that he's, was he's the, a guy that's among the people. How how what does this mean for his legacy now in this city? Well, I mean, it definitely is important, uh, or or I should say, was important then, continues to be important now for there to be, I think, a united front uh, in the ownership in the ownership in St. Louis, and in, in terms of whether they promote sports around here. I think also there is, I mean, frankly, there's a lot of overlap in the membership of those groups, right? Like not the headliners, but they're definitely, sure. they're, you know, the, the smaller or the, 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 the less substantial investors are definitely overlapping between those things. That includes uh, the MLS group as well. So there's a lot of shared excitement there. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, to showcase that sort of, of connected front is really important. Uh, and I, I think is a sort of demonstration of the kind of sports city that, that St. Louis has a reputation for being and that we should want it to have a reputation for being. Jeff, you look good. Thanks, Trav. You I, really I, do. I decided to go with the Team North America Colton Pareko jersey this morning. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that what that is? It yeah, is. I, I didn't want to ask because I thought I, was be, I, I, thought no, I should no, know. I'm going to scratch reason. my head because it's a little sunburned and it's Ooh. pretty gross. But Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and flake it up. Put the hat back on you there. got the hat, though. Yeah, I do. That's the, that's the in arena edition of the hat. Uh, no, in honor of Colton Pareko being the guy who went the hardest, latest into the night last night, I decided to go with <laughs> the uh, World Cup of Hockey Team North America Colton Pareko jersey this morning. Speaking of uh, going the hardest yeah um oh somebody score is that a goal horn (laughs) (laughs) travis is one thing i've learned about this city that they do not use their words but they certainly use their horns (laughs) so uh speaking of going hard i said and uh we've been following along with a particular blues alumni uh who's been having fun throughout um uh, Brett Hull. Yeah. Uh, there's one oh, photo. Mm. And uh, there's another photo. When was that one from? Was That That was from, I believe, game <clears throat> four. Okay. I think maybe. He's, he was excited then. He saw what was potentially happening. I mean, that that's so damn funny. That so, I mean, again. Did you know the camera was looking at him? Yeah, of course. Well, at the heart of it, he's a... He's a He's a brute athlete. Like, that's what and, he is. And then Come he on. chose to sit in that seat on the glass and yeah. not, like, be up in the box with the rest of the alumni guys, I think also was pretty fun. There was a point yesterday where I was very concerned that maybe he passed out in the in the plane bathroom and no one had found him <laughs> uh, because he sort of hadn't resurfaced for a while. But he did last night, which I'm guessing Gardner is about to show you. Yes, uh, I've been doing what I call hashtag wholeness checks for a while now. Hull check, wholeness check. Yeah. Wholeness uh, checks, I love it. Yes, we got to do wholeness checks to make sure everything's okay with Brett. There's been about four hashtags for it. <laughs> well, it's called a thought shower, Tommy. We finally get to the one we want, and we we try and make it work, and we shove it every down. Wholeness check. Through. Yes, wholeness check. So uh, we thank Carly Lawrence, and I thank you, Jeff, for tweeting out the most recent photo because it had been a while since we had heard of from Brett yeah. or seen a picture of Brett. So this is uh, oh my. this is at OB's. Don't I be, suppose. Cody's blowing him up, man. Come on. I saw this this morning, and I was like, oh, he's still drunk. I told someone. I told someone <laughs> this morning too, like, you know, Brett Hull in general is a pretty heavy-lidded individual. Like he's got the heavy eyelids. Yeah. Uh, but his <laughs> eyes did not get much more lid. open than that in any photo or video that I saw of him there. And I mean that that one of him prior to the game getting the crowd going in game six, the yeah. video with him, uh, Plager, and Federko, it was just the – I mean, just when he was yelling the word blues, the one I didn't know if he knew where he was. Because right then I just said to myself, 
Well, no matter what happens tonight, he's not going to remember, I don't think. So it could be good or bad. A really a really underrated part of that, by the way, was when he turned and said, Bernie Federko, the best of all time. The greatest. Which was life. interesting because, number one, yeah. He was also there with Bob Plager, and I think maybe he forgot. <laughs> like in that moment, was oh. just just didn't have any idea. I don't he know if he knew where he was. Saw Bernie and was like, "That's Bernie." And I don't think he knew he was there. Head. I don't yeah. think he knew. It was, but it was also too. It was at the end of that video. It's the faces you make when you got when you're tying one on. Because he, I'm going to look into the camera where he gave the little <laughs> like side chin yeah. action. Like, yeah, I nailed that yeah. one. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. I got that. I'm There's no doubt we're going to win play. now. I pumped him up, pumped everyone. There could have been no one there, and he would have been doing the same thing. I, I, uh, I think the uh, the people I admired most yesterday who who were at OBs were the people who were still wearing the same clothes they had worn oh. at least on the previous <laughs> night. Oh. Uh, Pat Maroon was definitely one. You showed the picture of Pat Maroon. Uh, but but better than that, my favorite, and, the, and it was amazing that he was there. He's been in every picture I've seen. He's everywhere. Is Billy Huso? who has never actually played a game in the NHL or sat on the bench for like four games. But he was there last night, and he had he still had his suit on. He had pulled a Stanley Cup Champions T-shirt over his button-up shirt, but it was on <laughs> underneath his suit coat, and he had his hat on. And he was just, I mean, just a wreck. Like, just yeah. destroyed, oh wandering around the parking lot. At one point, he was the first guy to walk <laughs> from the balcony at OB's down into the parking lot. And he walked down, and Sammy Blay was up on the balcony, and Huso was just standing in the parking lot, screaming, Blazer! Up at Sammy Blay, <laughs> who, I don't know, didn't hear him or was choosing to ignore him because Sammy is just pounding beers and, oh, like, looking that's around. Amazing. Uh-huh. As Billy Huso just stands in the crowd and screams up at the balcony. I, f- I feel like we're doing a good job of uh, celebrating as a city so far. And well, and, I, and so this is, like, I'm really excited about this because prior to last year, like, people partied, but it was, like, it Senator happened. It was kind of private, right? Like there was a there was a thing when the Bruins won in 2011. They went to Vegas and they were at some club, uh, and someone posted their receipt and it got to Deadspin, I think. And they spent like I don't know, like 180 thousand dollars at a club in Vegas on booze right. in one night or something. And it was a whole like, oh my god, look at the Bruins, oh, there, uh, yeah. right? But last year when the Capitals decided to just take to the streets and go ape shit, uh, not only was it really good content? I think it also created this expectation yeah. for future teams like, because now they're going to give it to their people. We exactly yours. right. Yeah. Yeah, now your own city. yeah, yeah. Now that you've seen the Capitals do it, you can't like not do it. You can't like have. There's them always do it time for a Vegas a, trip. Yeah, and yeah. they and they will have and have had their private parties, right? That's why you yeah. go to OBs where there's a balcony where you can go outside and you can go inside the bar where it's controlled and the only people that you want to have in there or whatever. Uh, except for last night, I did see a video. And toward the end of the evening of people forming a human ladder to oh, jump no. over the balcony into OB Clark oh, uh, oh, to sneak no. in. you got to be careful oh. there. Well, it's yeah. an interesting stretch of road, too. And yeah. unfortunately, there was one, and she didn't fall backward off the balcony, <laughs> but there was a girl who got to the rail and did not quite stick the landing. Uh, and oh. There was a little ass over tea kettle onto the balcony. <laughs> go, let's go Blues. We agree. We agree. Would be Travis, Travis, can you get them to do just one horn? Go, uh, uh, uh. No, that would be perfect. Yeah. Travis, I want you to do me a favor. Uh, over the weekend, I want you to count how many horn honks you hear and oh, let God. us know how many there are on Monday. Can you do that? How many what? <laughs> <laughs> horn honks. Horn honks. Oh, God. I, I jumped into my very first. New York taxi cab yesterday. Oh, I've been doing the How subway and the Uber there? thing. You got in one cab? He walks around. Well, I've been doing the Uber and subway thing, and oh. so that's been, you know, that's been pretty easy. Uh, but I had it was an emergency. I, I had to do some production assistant work, and so I had to jump into it. I had to get on the sidewalk, put the hand up, and mm-hmm. hope the cab driver didn't treat me like I was uh, Danny yeah, Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. and actually Tra- let me get in. Travis, as a PA, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm now officially, like, sort of, kind of a resident after doing that because they love honking their home. <laughs> I thought you were already a resident. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been mad at me about that lately. There's a lot of hate and anger. It's not hate and anger. Page, so well, I've, uh, I've decided to tone it down. Travis, let me ask you, as a PA, which Muppet has the most demanding Starbucks order? Great question. Ooh. Dr. Teeth. I will not answer that for I am contractually not obligated to. Dr. Teeth. 
probably Dr. Teeth. Mm-hmm. I think I think Snuff, I think Animal get that off the screen. Too much get it off. for a while. <laughs> Delete it. I think it Snuff, I think Snuffy's hard because Snuffy like can't really get his snout to drink the coffee. Well, so Snuffy he needs, like, does something stir. else to stay yeah, going. Yeah, right. Snuffy, what's his name? Snuffy's up partying with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Speak, speaking of party, here's a question for everyone. And you'll like this a little bit, I think, Travis. Um, going to ask you who you want to party with. Because another team won a title last night. The Toronto Raptors. Those aren't Marcus current players. Marcus No, they're Stop not. They, I, they, Marcus Camby hasn't stepped on a basketball court in at least a decade and a half. I like those Damon jerseys. Stoudemire has to be at least 20 years. Yeah. I've picked up a basketball. I got to say, the best thing about the Toronto Raptors is that, like, I just assumed, well, yeah, I, so I assumed for forever that, I don't know, there was some big fossil dig in yeah, Toronto. That or that, yeah. Like, yeah, like that the owner was like a scientist. No, it was when they, the Raptors Jurassic came Park. out. Yes, they're like, people like Jurassic Park, let's be the Raptors. <laughs> is that really what it that's is? That's really yes. it. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, it, it most certainly is. Like, I, it's the, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Now the Ducks were one of those. The Raptors. Yeah, Anaheim, least, Anaheim is known came, for their ducks. That at least though, came right? after huh? a movie, and Disney owned the hockey team. So that was like synergistic was branding. Good right. The guy in Toronto is not like a Paramount producer. <laughs> He's like, hey, He's just like, I like what Jurassic about Park. Knights, that sold though. a lot of toys. The Golden Knights have... is just simply taking advantage of the Game of Thrones craze. Uh, no, 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 no. Golden Knights is because the army would not give them the trademark to Black Knights. That's what happened there. Oh, the guy, so the guy Bill Foley, who owns the Golden Knights, is an he either went to West Point or like was an Army guy or something, and he wanted them to be the Black Knights. They're gonna be the Las Vegas Black Knights for forever. After That's the Farmington cool. High yes, School Black indeed. Knights. Uh, what if we get a? And the U.S. Army said no, you what, can't have. What if we get like a MLB expansion team that in, uh, in Portland, and they end up becoming the Portland Avengers? You That's down with that, Travis? Oh, I like that. I was wait. Is that the same name, really? No, I'm just saying. I like if if people are going to strike on pop culture and movies and naming sports teams, what are we looking at in today's world, and what are we honestly looking that's at a, in potential cities that where expansion might occur? That's a good question. Well, um, so Seattle has the NHL franchise starting in two seasons, and they released their color scheme yeah. uh, a week or so ago, and they are definitely going to be the the sockeye. Because one of the colors is, I think they called it a light creamy red. It's it's salmon, like it's salmon colored, mm-hmm. uh, and they can't like they they would that's they wouldn't a, call that's it a good hockey it's name pink. though. They yeah. yeah, so they, they wouldn't call it salmon because they're going to be the sockeyes, like a hundred percent. Seattle sockeye. Yeah, it's pretty when, good. When we that's get a good hockey, yeah, it's hockey. Alliteration. But yeah, and, and yeah. honestly, they're about the same colors as Tommy's shirt. They're they're mm-hmm. they're it, it's it's salmon like a teal blue and then a white is sort of their color. My question is, who are we partying with for the next two days? Uh, Brett Hall or Drake <laughs> or Drake? Uh, not Drake. Like, of I gotta course be honest. He's front and center. Who Drake up? seems like kind of a bummer. Really? Yeah. yeah you've heard of What him. did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> it just seems like he might be kind of a bummer. Probably like hanging out with me. Apologize. <laughs> Apologize. No. His feelings are hurt. Apologize. Don't be disrespecting Drake. Drake literally brought. He, he, he found a way to get the NBA championship to Canada. Okay, Travis, let me ask you this. Uh, when Kevin Durant walked off the court injured and Drake is, like, biting his knuckles, like, he's, he's acting, right? He, he was, like, that was him doing his Degrassi. I think it's, I think it's a, I think he, I, I think I, someone asked me about that um, online, and I said, I believe he sincerely was upset that Katie was hurt. I think Drake, being a performer, knows to exaggerate. His thoughts and feelings and expressions. Yeah, he knows the camera is finding him there. immediately. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he knows the camera is going to be on. And look, I have a genuine relationship. So I don't think it was him, you know, doing it to be an asshole. I think it was him genuinely upset. I think it came off as that because he's an exaggerated performer and it's Drake. So he's not the world's most likable person. If- but to Tommy's point, uh, Tommy, you're an idiot, and you should apologize to Drake. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm I, not. If Drake played 21 against the worst guy on the Raptors roster, how many points would that guy score before Drake got the 21? Ooh. Uh, see, Drake's so rich, he probably would pay his opponent to let him score 21. What's, how do you, what's the guy in the GM? Is it Masai Urigi? Am I close on that? What's the guy's name? Uh, the uh, president of operations. Yeah, the guy with the Japanese name, who his name I never said out loud. Is that the before. guy who got into a fight? 
The guy who's Nigerian. I thought he was Japanese. Japanese. He's really not, Nigerian. I, I honestly thought he was Japanese. Oh, no. does Nobody a, feels worse about messing up somebody's name like that was, than Jeff Jones. I honestly thought he was. It doesn't have a just sound oh, in it, no. so. Oh man. It's, yeah, it's got oh, J's in it. It's even like Masai. Look at Jeff that face Jones, from Travis. Man. Sorry, Trev. I thought no. he was Japanese. Your fake woke ass. I knew your yeah. ass went woke. I don't. I don't. I don't watch basketball. I don't know anything about. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not my jam. I thought he was Japanese. Today I learned. He, here's mm. why I think it would be more fun to party with Brett Hall. Brett Hall, he like. He's down to earth. He's going to know all the cool spots in St. Louis. You know, Drake probably spends a lot of time in like LA and New York. He, do, he maybe he doesn't know like all the great spots where they're at. I'm not sure where, but he probably doesn't. You know, it just. Who do you want to party with? Think about it. Who do you want to party with? Do you want to party with Brett Hall or Drake? What, Drake who's going to have the best party? Drake seems like the type of guy that listens to his own music. Yeah. Like that's. Mm-hmm. Save that for Monday where we get target practice. Maybe we'll do, add some uh, Who's going to have the better party, though, Tommy? Which party do you want to go to? Brett Hole. I want to go to Hole's party. Mm. From the comments, Jamie Moyers, Fancy Foyer, you think rappers don't have feelings? You, th- you think Drake's not a rapper? It hurts his feelings when you say he's not a rapper. Yeah, all of his songs are about his feelings. That's why I think he's a bummer. <laughs> but you just told us yesterday you spent your senior skip day Laying in a dark room, listening to Death Cab for Cutie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, completely well, like emo. Regular, what's wrong with that? That's like a regular day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, Death Cab's coming in like a month. Are you excited? Like I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, they're going to be at Steeple, I think. Oh, I'm going to get tickets. Yeah, you that's going to be great. You and Jeff can go together. Right. Quick reminder: Fair or foul today? A Laura Brannigan cover band. Hashtag Play Gloria. <laughs> Email wall at weareliveradio.com. Ten bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill is your prize. Let's get some good ones in today for that. While we're talking about Laura Brannigan, here's a thing that I got to get off my chest. Please. I know where this is going. I so I don't I don't like that thing. I don't like really. So okay, the song is fine. Like that that whole thing is cool. I just got frustrated. NPR played it at the end of a segment as I was pulling up, and I was yeah. like, now it's gonna be in my head all day. Uh, Gloria, the thing is. Gloria. The woman, the the manager, the manager woman that runs her Twitter. I, she to me does not necessarily <laughs> seem like a person who was a manager, so much as a person who was like the head of the fan club, and then the woman died, and then she bought all the rights to everything and was like, <laughs> "I'm the manager." That to me, I think, is the situation. Like you know, the woman that murdered Selena. Oh no! Like that. Ch- <laughs> like, ch- and I'm not saying. Hold on, I'll be back. I'll be ch- back. Yeah. And Laura Brandinger died of natural causes. I'm just saying that woman was the same sort of thing, where that woman was like, "Oh no, I like Selena. I guess we're best friends." And I get a little bit of that vibe from this woman who runs the Laura Brandinger thing, where she's like, "Oh, I liked her a lot. We're best friends." That sort of like. That's the vibe I get, and it makes me uncomfortable. You I mean, back? there's been too Can many, too many media people. Somebody would have sniffed this out. Yeah, well, but here, I but, don't know that like, they would, because the that's not necessarily what someone's looking for right, right now. And like, and the coverage of it at first, when she was tweeting from the at Laura Branigan account, there were a lot of national media people, like people who were late to the story, who did not know that Laura Branigan was dead. It's at Laura Branigan yeah. and it's got a check mark and it's just tweeting about things and people are like, oh my god, like this woman that sings the song to the extent that people. Golick created what became Branigan's. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah, uh-huh. right, right, right. Golick created what be- this is from CamoX.com. Uh, Golick created what became Branigan's official website. That's oh, not a good that's sign. Weird. Right, that which still created operates. Created a fan website and then it became LauraBranigan.com. which still operates and became Brannigan's manager. Manager shortly thereafter. Okay, so you have a pop star from the '80s near, and again, maybe she was still with it and everything. But yeah, Jeff may doing... have it. All I'm saying is there's a picogram of knowledge here. That's, she's uh, doing like county fairs, right? This woman's like, "Look, like, I made you a website, and right. we're friends now, and let me book you on things." And oh, then no. she's the manager. Kathy, Other Half Entertainment. So we have, let's do a quick research. So I, I can tell you that Other Half Entertainment uh, hosts. Do you have any other clients? Uh, no. Does not have that, other clients. That's like that's like Robert Wagner becoming the manager for Natalie Wood. No, 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 no. Because Robert Wagner knock on mur- allegedly may have actually murdered Natalie Wood. I have oh. no suspicion that this woman killed Laura Branigan. She like died of natural. Okay, like, I misunderstood. No no. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I, my in the Selena thing, the woman who ended up killing Selena was like a big fan who was like, I'm president, of, president of your fan of club, thing, yeah. and then mm. stole a bunch of money and then shot her. This woman, I don't think stole money or shot anyone, uh, but I think she was like, I'm your biggest fan. 
now I'm your manager. And Laura Branigan was like, okay, I don't really perform anymore. That's fine. And then she died. And now this woman just exists in the world. Okay. So just to back this up a little bit, this from their website, what is Other Half Entertainment? Other Half Entertainment, the Laura Branigan Management and Production Company was formed in 04. When did she pass away? Uh, 04. 04. As a partnership uh, between Laura Branigan, Kathy Golick, and Vince Golick at the time the company have was nice formed. Things, can we? Kathy Golick was Ms. The song is fine. Uh, Kathy Golick was Ms. Brannigan's business oh. manager and official site webmaster, and Vince was also Ms. Brannigan's webmaster. Okay. Ms. Brannigan left a... Ri- this is a weird thing to put on your website. Ms. Brannigan left a written directive that in the event of her death, she directed Kathy and Vince to continue the operation of Other Half Entertainment. Right. Kathy Golick nope, served not shady at all. Why do you Brannigan put that on your front page? And Laura Brannigan died suddenly and not from illness. She had a heart attack. Oh, that's easy. To oh, say. where's Keith Morrison? Oh. Guys, this is Get weird. Get me Keith Morrison. Listen, yeah. I'm. They, they seem like she's. I don't know. I, I'm, it was I'm, not I'm, a. Lord Brannigan died in her ending. sleep in New York on August 26, 2004. The cause was, in, was attributed to a previously undiagnosed yeah. ventricular brain aneurysm. Oh. It was reported in the media that she had been experiencing headaches for several weeks before her death, but did not seek medical attention. Yeah, no, that's a thing. That's that's. Is that from a Wikipedia page? She, that is yes. The cause of death is from Wikipedia. She should have been taking okay. uh, aspirin to thin her blood. Uh, so basically, it's a bit of a tribute thing. So yeah. we'll we'll end it with we think they have the best intentions. And they I, and they have the Laura Branigan convention every year at the Hilton Garden Inn and run Konkuma. Laura Branigan should have been was calling Gloria, but should have been calling nine one one. There it is. All right. It is other <laughs> half entertainment to, to Jeff's point. It is other half You're entertainment welcome, intent that through our partnership with Miss Branigan's dedicated <laughs> fan base. Yes. That was really Throughout good. the world, she and her many contributions to the <laughs> entertainment industry, as well as the caring person that she was, will never be forgotten. We got our own Bill Hater in this office. <sighs> was she going to show we, up at the parade? Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, they flew, I, no, they flew the they flew this woman in. Yeah, she was a game. I'm sure she'll have a float. Oh, I, uh, should I confront her? Yeah. Damn it, Gardner. Leave it be. <laughs> Leave it be. This is it. Leave this it is be. how I make it. Yeah, I have I'm an honest, there. honest yeah. question. Uh, so the song, it was playing all day yesterday. Yeah. Now I understand it's like a, a victory Eat song. Tim Gardner. But <laughs> oh, no, it's evil Travis. Oh, it's evil Gardner. Oh, no. I can smell booze on evil Gardner's breath. He's I'm, drinking again. I'm going to wear a hoodie to the parade and just, when I get near, pull it off and just microphone right away and just go right in. Yes, oh, gotcha. Climb the parade floats. <laughs> As you say, master. Oh no. Put a post-it note on her face. Yes. Oh. Oh, oh, not oh, oh note. we're going there. <laughs> oh, little gotcha journalism, some post-it notes. I'm uh, Jeff. I'm. You made a convincing argument. Damn it, Jeff. I'm not even making an argument. I'm still trying to figure out. Saying... Jeff's gonna, Jeff's gonna travel with the team to cover them when they go to the White House. Uh, I'm, 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 He'll I'm be a barstool correspondent. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to make that trip, as it turns out. <laughs> you love DC, though. I do. I did. I did. I thought. I thought briefly yesterday. Is there anyone on the team who would skip the White House visit? And the answer is definitely not. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Which, I mean, uh, all right, you've already fine, crushed our sorry. joy enough. <laughs> no, they're all going. Yeah, Ryan Reeves is gone, so. Yeah, they're they're all like, I'm seriously, I'm running down the list in my head. Unless somebody pops out of the woodwork that we previously didn't know anything, yeah. about, they're all going. Every I, last. I at least asked them to tear the shit out of that place. Then while I they're mean, there, sure, that would be fine. <laughs> but Tommy has a question. Yeah, so Gloria was playing all day yesterday. Was that like necessary? Cause I was like it's driving, I was driving with my mom, and we were like trying to listen to the radio because Gardner broke my aux cord thing. <laughs> Man, and, sorry. Uh, like it, it was just on every sh- every station. Yeah, we couldn't escape it. Well, you should probably have tried a station that wasn't Y ninety eight because it was on there. Well, I did. Okay, they were playing uh, it on one hundred five point seven. Well, that's you know. weird. The, yeah, is that is that the same? Com- I don't know how that works. Are they both intercom? They are not. Uh, okay, uh, one hundred five point seven is Hubbard. Hubbard. I should. I guess I should know that, but I just. I don't. It know. doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't it just, care about it. It so seemed. It seemed weird. I mostly just wanted to mention that Gardner broke my ox cord. All right. All right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sorry, Travis. <laughs> you missed that uh, from the other day. 
I think he might be frozen. I can't tell. Yeah, I want to get the screenshot like if he's frozen. Oh, ah, I goes. missed it. Damn it. I was I I took Gardner out to lunch the other day. Oh, that's uh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, and I was letting him charge his phone in my car, and then before we got out, he didn't unplug his phone. He just yanked it, and my entire thing <laughs> fell out. <laughs> now, <laughs> I apologize, Travis. Now, I apologize. Did you let him smoke in your car? No, I didn't. Well, Tommy's got conditions that I wouldn't do that oh, to him. Fair. I okay. wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. You could have. You could have asked, and I would. As long have as asked. you do it with the window down, I like no, you. You're nice. I wouldn't even do that. I would not do that. Um, but he did break my car. But I did break well, that little council area. But here's the thing, and Travis, you need to uh, touch or uh, opine on this because. He Isn't said, it, oh, mm. it's okay. The, you know, um, I asked him, like, hey, do you need me to help fix this? I'll, f- I'll help you fix it. We'll go to Home Depot, whatever you need. I will help you fix this. He's like, no, it's all right. The only thing it's going to keep me from doing is watching Netflix while I drive now. Oh and I was God. like, wait, 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 wait. What? He, oh, no. See, he doesn't think that there's a problem with this. No, I think it's probably good that Gardner broke your car. I'm not saying I haven't done it. Uh, I got one Netflix? of Netflix. So not like uh, not for city driving. I do Netflix. Like, oh. So you're on the highway. Just look at Travis. Yeah. Face. You watch so a TV thing. show while you're driving. Bro. <laughs> Netflix. Not a, not a TV show, but I have been known to put on the occasional stand-up special if I'm like out on a yeah, highway. Yeah, okay, that's different because you don't need to see it. But I know I you guys are watching it. Stuff. Well, I mean, it's sitting there, so I might glance. <laughs> I, I listen to audiobooks and I listen to Harmontown and stuff, but like I just I have this thing here. Why don't I use it? I have a forty minute drive. Because you'll die. I have a fo- I almost got in two accidents this morning. Oh. Now that it's only because of my brakes. All right. See, I'm, I'm not a bad this. driver. You're right, Garden. I'm glad you brought it up. That's the dumbest shit you'd have never done since you started this show. <laughs> hey, like this morning I watched part of Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah, it was great. No, yeah, that Whoa. I can't. I'm not watching plot based. I love the show I, matter. Gravity Falls. I watched Gravity Falls some mornings. Just quick little cartoons. By the way, briefly, as he's talking about audiobooks and podcasts and whatever, uh, totally related to nothing, but I recently listened to the whole first season of Serial for the first time. Like, oh, that's it. a good show. Yeah, let me yeah. tell you, that guy was absolutely guilty. Like, what yeah, the no, fuck? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. That show should be called A Woman from NPR Gets Gaslit by a Guy from yeah. Maryland. <laughs> like, like, what the hell? Ad- Adnan Syed. That's yeah, name, like, right? I yeah. listened to that entire, I listened to the, maybe, like, Maybe if you listened to it as it was released and you did an episode did. a week, yeah. you would have like a week at a time like, oh, that was weird. Right. I, like I, listen to it. I listened to the whole thing in like eight hours and mm-hmm. was like, this guy fucking killed this girl. Yeah, it was. Killed, <laughs> like absolutely killed her. I, I binge listened and yeah. he Like she, <laughs> she went to him with like, hey, so all this evidence says that you're lying about stuff. And he was like, no, ah, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's No, not convinced. Not remotely. No. Did I, you I, see I, the I killed her. documentary that's out now? About no, that? uh, because I read that it was like the, the sister, who, like the, the Robbie woman who started mm-hmm. the whole thing, the sister of the friend from the mosque or whatever. The mm-hmm. whole thing was like, what if other people did it? And I don't really have an interest in watching. Oh, the, like, yeah. weird. Did we just gloss over the fact that Jeff and Tommy watch Netflix while they drive, and we're yeah. just gonna leave. No, it. no, 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 no one glossed. I Tommy, said they're gonna die. Yeah. Tommy watches episodic drama. Jeff will occasionally turn on a stand-up special I, I, I and glance to, over at Dave Chappelle smoking a cigarette. I've listened to Kid Gorgeous <sighs> quite a few a times driving. I've listened to Kid Gorgeous. Uh, but listen is one thing. Jim Gaffigan. We know you don't listen though. You watch it. I've been in a car with Tommy twice now, Travis. He he just claimed he wasn't a bad driver. Okay. He told okay. me in his All car right. the it's other like day he is a bad driver because he was driving down the middle of two lanes. And I go, I, he's like, which way do I go? And I didn't know what to say because I didn't even know where he was trying to go. <laughs> and he said he's a, often a distracted driver. I got like and ADHD, I said, so I need something there. Well, Tom I Rode. need something. Tom but, Rode. Look, look here, man. That's fine if you want to watch TV. But can you like just jump off a bridge in the process and leave the rest of us alone? I'll just watch community if you while just, I'm if you falling. Gonna, if you're just gonna be out there like a drunk driver, why don't you just go ahead and kill yourself and everybody else at risk? Ooh, not, write oh, it down where Travis at nine forty two. While I agree with Travis, right? Travis did offer for uh, he suggested you kill yourself. I just Travis want that in the notes. Tommy to kill it's a suggestion. I'm not saying go do it because that would be rude. <laughs> right. But Thank you. That would be rude. That would be. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'm about civility here. Uh-huh. And I just think that if you just have such a disregard for life, how about you take yourself off the donor list, yeah. find okay. the highest building in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and then just go ahead and save us Wait, all the time. Because then I might make GC property damage. Why, why, 
Why no. would you? Why would he take himself off the donor list? Yeah, well, because once I hit the ground, everything's gonna be broken. No, anyway. there's still stuff they can use in there. Yeah. They can scoop like your retinas, for example, are oh, still okay. pretty useful. I learned. Uh, I, I learned something about Jeff. We both still play Pokemon, so I'm true. not the only one, guys. Yeah, but you play it during the show. Yeah, that's yeah. that's also and true. while you're driving. No, okay. well, and that's also true. But everybody does that. Yeah. How about uh, how about Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer? Tommy watches Kid Gorgeous. Obviously, he's the goodwill John Mulaney. <laughs> you would love that, wouldn't you? You'll take that moniker. Has he seen me perform? Because he's for like the first six months, he was kind of right. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Uh, Travis, Is anybody sending me by the way St. Louis Blues gear? No, because yeah, fanatics.com. Yeah, no, get online. No, we're not sending you Blues gear because the other night you were like, people can't get excited about the us winning. It's silly. Oh, it's like Remember Travis Mr. Wet Blanket? Impersonation. That sounded just like him. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Mr. Wet Blanket? Were you and Gardner had an I argument did. about that? I did because, yeah, because I'm looking forward to the Stanley Cup reducing murders in St. Louis now that we no have. No one has said that's going to happen. Have you not seen all the great stories about how nobody's gotten arrested in St. Louis yet? I think yes, one please one tell me more I think about one person not riot. So. One guy excessive drinking while driving is taking place. That's pretty true. Yeah. Uh, one guy got arrested, but it turns out that he had jumped the fence at Bush to get into the watch party, oh. and so that was what that was about. The guy who was yeah. like, "What are they trespassing? Are they trespassing?" Uh. Yeah, buddy, you jumped the fence. You're trespassing. <sighs> Goodness. That's... Hey, we were we talked briefly about uh, the Raptors and uh, and whatnot. I, Toronto Raptors, congratulations! It, it's a pretty it's pretty amazing. It's a crazy feat. But I did want to talk about this. Clay Thompson. Second ra- uh, Golden State star in as many days or as many games to suffer a year-long injury. Yeah, I did oh. read the thing this morning. I, did, I, thought was it like, was, I thought it was a misprint. Yeah, no, he tore his ACL. And I, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. Yes. Achilles. I, re- I read a thing. That, well, now, I guess they're both going to free, be free agents at the end of the year, but the expectation oh my was that Clay was going to be back. Uh, Maybe, but, yeah. I mean, I, I think I read a thing this morning that was like, hey, by the way, the Warriors are pretty old and mm-hmm. don't have any money against salary cap. Well, that's insane, though. Two of the NBA's best players suffered what used yep. to be career-ending injuries. Now you have a pretty good chance of coming back yeah. normal. You know but what I didn't want to watch at all? All of the slow-motion 4K video of Kevin Durant's Achilles who do, snapping. Who watches who these? Who is that for? I, why, do you, Travis, Ugh. do you watch these? I don't watch injury videos. People I can't watch through some injuries. No, yeah, I can't. Oh. I don't know. I'm with you on that one, Jeff. I don't understand the necessity of yeah, showing that. No. I guess because, I guess I guess because I they have the technology. That was one of the broadcast do angles, it, too. No. Like, don't show it. No one wants to see that. Stop. I will say, though, I I think if you look at both of those injuries, those were two guys who were already playing hurt. Clay probably was playing on a bad hamstring. I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying that contributed to the the, uh, MCL strain or MCL tear, but I would imagine that played a factor in it. And the same goes for Kevin Durant. No way was he close to being 60 70% on that leg. You got to love, by the way, whoever in the Warriors. Most positions will tell you the calf injury probably contributed to him. Uh, screwing up his ACL, screwing up his Achilles. Yeah, you got to love whoever with the Warriors knifed him and went to the media to anonymously say that they were surprised Kevin Durant wasn't back yet and he's got to suck it up. And then he blows out his Achilles in the next game. That's uh, Let's Go Blues. Five. Yeah. That's yeah. five. Almost a Let's Go Blues. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I watched the Kevin Durant video. Ugh. And I think that. You seem like the type You're that a dark one. soul, though. Well, no, I think that. I can pretty much watch anything now after I have seen the Kevin Ware injury video from yep. Louisville. Never watched that. Thank you. Once, once that hit my eyes, uh, you become desensitized to other injuries, I think, because that is the most gruesome thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Boy, in terms of a sports injury. That, more that time on my website. Like well, right I said I sports can't. injury. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so with that one, like a, a knee or an Achilles like yeah, you can tell it hurts and it's unfortunate, but it's it it just isn't that other one now. Yeah, so. it gives you like sympathy, like shit. Ugh, no, 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 and I know, and and like it's unfo- it's unfortunate because it, I believe it has desensitized, and it you don't necessarily want that because not at all. You question like, hey, how should I be just okay with watching right. this? I why probably shouldn't be. Why don't I care? Yes, and then you go down no, another I think, deep I think that tunnel. I really. I became a. I came against those replays way back when, uh, old Bush Stadium days. I think the Expos were playing the Cardinals, and that's Moises when Moises Alou, Alou yeah. twisted his ankle. 
And from that day forth, I decided I will never, ever, ever yeah. again watch a player get injured on replay. Now, I did catch the Gordon Hayward and Sean Livingston mm -hmm. injuries, mm -hmm. but I called those mm -hmm. live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, those I, are two of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen in my entire life. I never watched again. Jason Kettle almost get his foot snapped off. Oh, that was not good. No, the first base sad. one. Yeah. And you guys then ever, the, you guys... Uh, the Alou one was, I mean, his, his foot was backwards. Yep. And Luis, Luis, oh, Alisea, Luis Alisea was playing second base, and I still remember this, came running over, and as he realized what had happened, took his hand and his glove and just put it over his face because he didn't want to look. So, I, I mean, I distinctly yeah. remember that Moises Alou one. I, I saw a guy's uh, kneecap dislocate mm -hmm. in a baseball game. It was a high school baseball game. I remember seeing Ooh. that. And then I personally have, like, horrifically rolled my ankle around so if you feel it and you look down at it and you have a softball hanging off your ankle and really quick like that's that's nothing compared to some of the stuff so i don't even want to have anything to do with uh yeah makes sense. viewing others i understand uh quick question so we got jeff jones in jeff you had a uh, a unique uh experience that we got to talk about uh whenever uh the bruins decided to partner with your friend at Barstool Sports. Yeah, that was fun. Which turned into you going on Barstool Radio, a uh, lot of online trollery, a lot of uh, nastiness. Yeah. And then you went on, what, W-E-E-I in I Boston? Did. I did, went on their morning They're show. Big one. So I guess just break it down for us, and then I know Tommy will probably have some questions. Travis, you're a huge Barstool guy. You can get in on this. Uh, we don't necessarily have to make it a burn it down i kind of want to know what it was like to just deal with that i mean it wasn't like how you felt yeah so to me it wasn't that big a deal i only had like a dozen people tell me to kill myself because i'm oh, not a woman good so that was oh, fine yeah I only uh, had one. yeah so that yeah so that was not a so big jeff deal. wrote an article yeah i read the sort of the the, the bruins put put the barcelona <coughs> logo on their rally towel for game two of the stanley cup final uh and then did not win another home game ain't that a shame i wrote i wrote a blog post that i think it was titled the the bruins Bruins should be ashamed by their partnership with Barstool or something to that effect. It got into the uh, it got into the bloodstream, and I had a never-ending stream of Boston frat bros just piling on for, but only for like forty-eight hours because again they got bored because again not a woman, uh, so they got <laughs> over it really quick, and they've all kind of gone away at this point. There you go. What was it like going on? I'm glad uh, you stood up for yourself, Jeff. I'm glad you did. Well, wasn't even I have an up for issue myself. With it was just for like several I... reasons. I think I think Portnoy is an, an ass. And I'm glad you stood up for yourself. And if you ever need some of the bros from North City oh. to roll up on oh. Portnoy oh, and his frat wow. boys oh, wow. at Barstool, oh, oh, oh. I will put out the word. I mean, I physically won't. <laughs> well, it's like, like he's got words. connections. To me, to me, Thank the you. most like the most telling part of this uh, is, you know, I, I, this woman named Marissa and Jemmy who covers the Bruins for the Boston Herald. I, we are not friends, but we have mutual friends. So, like I know her, know of her. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody speaks very highly of her. She's a good reporter, so on and so forth. When this thing happened, she tweeted, uh, checking with the Bruins for comment, and then tweeted the Bruins no comment. And that was it. Like, she didn't make a value judgment. She didn't write about it. She tweeted, I'm asking, and then the Bruins said no comment. And she got inundated for two weeks and is still getting it every day. Barstool people telling her, like, like, like just disparaging her appearance and her work and, and, you know, encouraging her to jump off various bridges into various rivers. I got it for 48 hours, and I wrote a blog post that said that the Bruins have chosen which fans they want and which fans they don't want, and this is a horrible partnership and blah, blah, blah. And I went on their radio show, and they and they went away because I am not a woman, and Marissa is one, uh, so she just has to deal with it. And it's like, and it's bullshit, and that's why I wrote it because, like, and I, I had this conversation with a friend of mine, like, I'm not afraid of these people. Like, I have no reason to be afraid of barstool people. What the hell do I care? Uh, and so, for people who don't necessarily have, right? Like, like no one is, no one is in my DMs telling me they're going to show up to my house to rape me. So I'm not that worried uh, about about talking about it. If people are doing that to people, then I understand why they do have concerns about like their actual physical safety. So, like, if those people don't have the ability or or whatever the inclination to use their platform, uh, I will and do. There it is. Uh, question, how quickly after you posted that blog post were you oh, hit with comments? It, it, it took it took a couple of hours because I think I put it up at like ten in the morning, and by noon it was pretty much like a, a constant way. Like there were a couple immediately that were like, "Oh, don't be so sensitive. Oh, lighten up." But then like what 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 they're real big on is what they call the snitch tag, where they will mm -hmm. hop into your mentions and be like at Barstool Sports at Stool Presidente, like the oh they love that they're, oh they yeah. love that I like oh, tattling, they love, yeah 
boy, do they love the tattle. Oh, they uh, love that because they can't articulate the words themselves. Right. So they have to run and go to one of their mediocre white bros. Right. Like, they're big, they know that they're, they're they know that big red daddy will come to save them, and so he right. does. And he's, like it was it, like it was you know it was exactly what I thought. Right. Like I like they tweeted at me like oh I wonder if you'll be too chicken shit to come on the radio and I was like nope anytime give me a call I'm available now uh, and hopped on the radio show and the guy just yelled for like ten minutes like I don't even know how you can, there's a woman sitting here and I'm like cool that has nothing to do with what I wrote like just you know he just yelled and I was like are you done like what are you doing here Dave so you were aware of what oh could yeah I was possibly I, yeah, happen I knew I, I well or like I was aware of what could happen I wasn't sure that it would be like a big enough thing for them to catch but in retrospect like. In, in retro, again, in retrospect, I fed their thing because the whole mm-hmm. reason to do that is to bait people to say that they're bad so that they can be like, oh, everybody fucking hates Barstool and then sell T-shirts off it. Right? Like that's, mm-hmm. their, that, that's their game. Like that's their whole business model. Uh, so, you know, feeding it, that part of it was not great, but I mean, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it's bad. And people should say that things are bad. Mm-hmm. At JM Jones on Twitter, don't say rude things whenever uh, I mean, you're you tweeting, I'm very – the mute button is my friend. I just mm-hmm. – like the number of – the number of – especially this happens with Cardinals stuff, weirdly enough, a lot. Uh, the number of like comment threads underneath tweets about Cardinals news where it says like this tweet cannot be displayed, this week – well, there's a lot of those now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Did you guys want the melee? Yeah, what do we have? All right, a question. When a hockey player wins the Stanley Cup, do they hoist, lift, or wi- raise the trophy? Hoist, lift, or raise. Four percent lift. Twenty-three percent raise. Seventy-three percent hoist. There it is. Yep. There it is. Now I know this bothers you, Tommy, and I can understand. It's not what it means. Okay. <laughs> But it, that's what it means in the con. Like the cup has. I its get own it. Verb. I get it. It has I get its it. own verb. Oh, it right. only means that in the context of the Stanley Cup. So we need to add a definition then to the dictionary, is what we're saying, Tom. Yes, add add a secondary definition. You hoist the chalice. Yes, you can. Oh, uh, just add it in Webster. I'll send the DM to Webster. Please do. Is. Yeah. Please. Make it happen. Actually, w- would you mind doing that? Is I can. I'll do it now. Is Emmanuel okay. Lewis dead? <sighs> Gary Coleman's dead. Good question. I think Emmanuel Lewis is dead. Trav? I think so. What does Wikipedia say? Because he also he was Webster, right? I'm right about that. Emmanuel Lewis. He is. He is 48 years old and yeah. in Brooklyn, New York. Trav, <laughs> go find him. Born in Brooklyn. Well, Who is this? Go, buddy. Emmanuel Lewis. Webster. Man, I ain't about to go bother no Webster. Wait, where he live? <laughs> Well, he was born in Brooklyn. Hold on, I don't know where he, he lives. Lives in the good part of Brooklyn, though. Now, who is Webster? I, I, I actually, I had never seen an episode of Webster, but I believe it's just an '80s sitcom where they had yeah. a black dude who was a little person, and they were mm. just like, okay. You'll have to look it up. Okay. Look that up, and then DM Webster as well. Because okay. I like Golden Girls. Oh. That's pretty good. Uh, guys, we've got uh, fair or foul to get to. We've got some segments that we're going to have to hit Monday as we run out of time. But, Jeff, you're going to be covering the Cardinals, continuing with yep. uh, scoops with Danny Mack. They're coming for Webster. Mm. <laughs> Baseball season restarts Monday, apparently. <laughs> Boy, Trav, are you on fire? <laughs> Let's just wait it out. I don't know. We should, we should say uh, the, the, traditional, uh, the traditional calculus in St. Louis, I'm just going to talk over the sirens, uh, <laughs> is, is that baseball season starts on Flag Day. It yeah. is Flag Day today. Today is Flag wow. Day. But we're going to say baseball season starts Monday this year because it's not going great and you still have the parade coming. So we're just going to go ahead and roll What place it. are the Cardinals in? I haven't even looked. Fourth? I think it's fourth. Huh? What's a Cardinals? Well, I'm what's, right there with you. What's a rub-offs means? I saw three <laughs> different styles of shirt, by the way, outside Game 7 with that, with that on it. Three different ones. People were on it. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Guys, uh, big thanks to Tommy Bannister from Circa Properties for sponsoring the show. He can buy, help you buy or sell a home in the St. Louis area. He is a lifelong St. Louisan, and, uh, and he wants to get you all the best home possible. If you're looking to buy or sell in the St. Louis area, Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties, is your man. Huge thanks to Tommy and people like Pet One St. Louis West, as well as Getaway Carts, getawaycarts.com is a website. So thank you all for working with our sponsors.
There's a getaway cart now. I know. Screeching out of there. sound effects there. Uh, guys, want to do some fair or foul? How do we feel? Yes, sir. Fair. It's right. now time for Brooklyn's fair or foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or Foul. Gardner, please, please investigate the Brannigan estate. Oh, I am. We need answers. I am intrigued. And like I said, and Jeff is right. He wasn't making an argument. He was just simply just... laying out some uh, thoughts. I don't love the management. Define and... the truth. I feel like you're you're hesitant, Chris, to go deeper into this story because you you're afraid of what you're going to find. I am. I, you're absolutely right, Travis. There are times like that where you you question, do I need to know the truth? You know, is there is there a God? Is there whatever? Do you huh. want to know the truth? Because what you find could change your life forever. Could change True. others' lives too. There's a responsibility with that. So it takes some time to. Problem is, I don't got a lot of time to make a decision on this. So we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh no! It's a lot happening over there. Right there now. really is. Uh, we asked about a Laura Brannigan cover band. Mm -hmm. They're going to be popping up everywhere. Fair, however, only if they play Gloria for 24 hours straight at Broadway and Market. <laughs> no breaks. <laughs> Happy Parade Eve, boys. TT's pink eye. Yeah. I. I, is tomorrow going to get out of hand, or is this going to be Mardi Gras? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, stay out of the yeah, city. but Mardi Gras is relatively out of hand, depending yeah. on where you're at. I think it's going to be like it's cold at Mardi Gras. True. How about the weather snap that was perfect for whenever they want? It was like yeah. 70 I think degrees. It's supposed to rain all day tomorrow, which uh, really sucks. But well, that could I'm get interesting. Not going to bother anybody. Uh, TT's pink eye has won. <laughs> oh, fair or foul? Congratulations, right, TT's pink eye. Ten dollars to. Buzzes, Hawaiian. Well, grill. there was one submission online. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, from Ben Fredrickson of the Post Dispatch. Uh, he likes to get involved with fair or foul, as you know, here recently, Travis. He says, uh, fair. Name? Bran again. So, Bran, capital A, again, A G A I N. I okay, I like that, but the thing is that it's a little scandalous. I don't get it. Because well, it's Brandy. Brandy again. No, I get it, but I don't understand that. This is the cover. Okay. Great show today, guys. <laughs> uh, Travis will continue his uh, beef with Ben Fred because I don't think he liked it either. Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand it. It was really I simple. hate Ben Fred. I'm going to punch him in the nuts Maybe when I, I see him. Maybe I just need to mm. see it. Oh, you won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Tell so Ben Fred I'm punching him in the nuts. It's coming. Yeah, I'll you... tell him when I see him. I don't think he will be. <sighs> Never mind. Guys, thanks to everyone I'll for bark. tuning in today. I'll bark. Is any of them coming up, by the way? Who's covering the Mets this weekend? Uh, Derek's there. Derek. You didn't go to Okay, Foley's tell Derek to get on my DM and send your boy some tickets. Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah, ask somebody to say, yeah, come on, y'all know Derek. Tell D, uh, tell D Nasty to send me you some can, tickets. I'm in New York. It's $4. Won't you be right now this weekend? Who's going to see the Mets? Get on StubHub. Seinfeld. Ooh. Oh, you should have Mets games. You should go with Jerry Seinfeld. You should just go up. He actually invited Cedric the Entertainer last night, and I was like in the oh. background going, "Ooh, can I go?" Oh, yeah, is that in your head? In my head. Yeah. I would never say something so stupid out loud. <laughs> it would be awesome if you accidentally it just popped just out. Just did. I I I, <laughs> Ooh, I feel I like he might find it funny. <laughs> he might think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal <laughs> with the PA? I'm not going to test out new material in front of Jerry Seinfeld. I'll pass. I can see that happening, though. That would I wouldn't have been able to resist Ooh, myself. Could I go? <laughs> it was so close, Gardner. You would have been so proud of me. I was like, ah! 
if it, if, it, if it wasn't for a friend giving me this opportunity to do the job, I probably would have put my neck out there. Just it just would have ran right out of your mouth. You couldn't have even stopped it. Just, ah, yeah. Gardner, if it, if, we got to. We got to hurry up and wrap the show because at 11 o'clock, the uh, the Blues Chief Revenue Officer Steve Chapman and members of the National Park Service are available for the media to discuss the parade plans at Luther Eli Smith Square. Oh, okay. Oh, you gotta get That's over got Gardner all over it. Somebody mm. stole a scooter, so he's gonna have to find a ride. Yeah, I'll drive you down there. Yeah, I look forward to more coverage throughout the day. I'll see what I can do. We got a lot to get to this weekend. You're gonna. You're going to bring down all the celebration by uncovering the manager's true intentions, aren't you? If I come back in mum on Monday, mm. it's because maybe I found out something that I don't know the world is ready for. That's fair. Guys, that'll do it for today. We're back Monday live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Have fun this weekend, Travis. Peace. Bye, Trev. <laughs>